listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Tashia is on the show, and I am excited to host you and to see you and to meet you. Tashia, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for having me, Elaine. I'm great to be here. I am really excited to talk about your experience and how you're helping new entrepreneurs enter the electrification, clean mobility space. Let the listeners know a little bit more about your background, how you got to where you are today, because I know you have an interesting career journey. (laughs) It's quite a circuitous path, actually. But um, yeah, so I like to say that I've only ever worked in startups or as a founder myself. Um, so, and started in the, I shouldn't tell you how old I am, but I will. So started in the early nineties, um, around internet technology, that whole space. So, um, particularly the digital advertising technologies. So worked for in about a a decade long, um, almost just under 15 years in that internet technology space, again, digital advertising. So email marketing, software, ad serving, rich media. It was a fabulous time to be working with startups, very high growth, um, lots of M&A activity. So all the companies had, with a, an exception, um, successful exits. And then, Elena, quite a diversion. I um, was just, we had just sold one company and I was working for the inquiring business and running two different departments in the, in the, um, the business that we had just sold. And my son was three and I'm traveling all over apartment in Philadelphia and going on. And I'm like, I, if I'm going to work this hard, I really want to find and pursue my passion. And so I ended up, and who knew that this was ever going to be on my path? I ended up buying a cheese company, Elena, and went back um, after finding this cheese company in New York City. I'm from Alabama, went back home and acquired this small artisan cheese company, and then spent that next 15 years scaling that business and um, into mainstream grocery stores across the country and some exports. And and then retired, thought I was going to retire after that exit. Um, and I told my son who was leaving for college, I said, when you go off to school, I'm going to take your gap year. So I did, I took his gap year and took a year off and landed in Chattanooga and found out about CoLab, the company lab, which is a startup accelerator. So for someone who'd been working in startups her whole career and built businesses. I'd never been really exposed to accelerators. I didn't join an accelerator. I hadn't been a part of that whole world, but I couldn't think of anything more fun than working to help people do the same thing I've done my whole career, which is to build and to scale their business. So I um, landed in this role just over a year ago, Elena, and um, as CEO at CoLab, and we decided... um, Actually, I said, I get talked to the board. And I said, give me a hundred days to get my bearings straight. And I want to understand Chattanooga and our market and really where our core strengths are. And what I had felt I uncovered, it's not like it was a secret. It was just a secret to me, is that strength of industry here in Chattanooga 
is really based on the energy sector, on the automotive EV, AV sector, and then the freight and logistics industry. And in aggregate, we have over 300 companies here that are focused on freight logistics. Volkswagen's home for, in the United States making their EVs is here. We've got TVA and EPB on the energy infrastructure side that will be needed in order to support the adoption of EVs and autonomous vehicles. And then the freight industry that is moving in that direction as well. So we're all in this race towards net zero. And, and this is a big part of it, again, on the freight and on the consumer adoption side. So we launched a program earlier this year that we are calling sustainable mobility. And the way we define that, Elena, is that the, the sustainable mobility umbrella, if you will, is all about the future forward movement of people, goods, energy, and data. So it's pretty easy to understand the movement of people, right? So you've got public transportation and personal transportation, movement of goods, predominantly freight, right? And how we move those around the world. And then the energy piece is moving energy that has to be there to support this electrification goal. And then on the data piece, we really have a really fascinating resource here, Elena in Chattanooga, which is on quantum. So EPB, our energy company, launched the first commercially available quantum network. And quantum, you think, okay, what, what in the world does that have to do with EV? But actually, I've learned quite a bit. So all of the data that we need to process, again, for EVs and AVs, and when we've got vehicle to vehicle communication and vehicle to everything, that in order to accomplish that, the quantum is a big piece. So that movement of data is a part of our sustainable mobility umbrella too. And that was a really long-winded way of telling you my story and how I got here, but here I am. I know, Tashia, it's so fascinating. And uh, there's a, I see a lot of parallels in your career track and, and mine. And I think we are uh, sisters from another mister, but that's another uh, episode. So I feel that um, when you're talking about collab, so just to, to narrow the focus a little bit more, uh, and you're working with entrepreneurs in the, the clean tech mobility EV space, what are some of the business models or some of the products Projects. I know that you had mentioned about a reverse pitch, which I would love for you to talk about because I think that's a, a great way to solve problems. What are some of the ways that the entrepreneurs that you're working with are solving these big, big problems that are yeah. layered in electrification? Yeah, there are a lot of big problems, Elena. And I'm, but I am a hyper optimist about this, just a little more about my background. I'm an early adopter for EVs. I had my first Tesla in 2016. I'm now on my third um, long range plus. So, all these things that people talk about, it, it's, I don't like it because of, charging infrastructure or range. I mean, I'm, I am always the one that's out there with the big cheerleading. So when I stumbled on this focus for us, or when we decided to go this route, I thought it's perfect. But in terms of the startups that we're working with, we just closed applications for our first accelerator, sustainable mobility accelerator that will kick off in January. So we are, we received 144 applications from over 30 different countries um, so literally around the world that are trying to solve these problems. We are in our selection process now, and we will announce the teams. We will pick six teams to join us in 2024 for a 12-week accelerator program. So when you, when you asked me to talk about our the teams that we're working with, the startups now, we're really in that sort of 
beginning stage of deciding, okay, the, you know, the, the best solutions and the best teams that we can to bring them into the fold, into this accelerator and to work very closely with our industry partners here in Chattanooga. So we have seen a lot of energy companies though, Elena, which is, which is great because we do need to sol- solve some of those problems, right? So how do we charge? Where do we charge? Biodirectional charging, battery life, all of those pieces that are essential to, you know, to be worked out at, for this adoption to um, continue to gain momentum. Um, and then on the reverse pitch, we just launched a, and for those of your listeners who are not familiar with reverse pitches, it, it's, it's really turning the, it, turning the direction of how traditional pitches work. So a traditional um, startup may pitch to an investor or to a company. Here's my solution. Here's what I'm looking for. I think this is solving a problem. Please invest in me. This is the corporations, the industry partner saying, here's a problem. We haven't found anybody out here who solved it. Startups come to me if you're working on this and we want to help you get this solution to market. So with that reverse pitch, one of our problem sets we've put out for is who's working on the charging infrastructure because that needs to be solved where they are, how they're, you know, how reliable they are, um, the distances. I mean, Tennessee has a program where they're doing along the interstate across the state, uh, the fast chargers every 50 miles. But just those those startups that are working on those problems, we are looking for now. We're looking for them across the country and maybe even across the world. That's so awesome. I love that. And so when you're talking about some of these companies that are addressing charging issues, are you then also providing like strategic support? Like walk me through a little bit more on what happens in the incubator, like again, a 12 week program, there'll be a cohort of six teams and you come into this team. And, and what we do is we line you up. We do mentor swarms. We're going to line up these teams with mentors in their industry that can help, help them with their solution and help that scale. We also will give you access as a team in this to work with our industry partners for pilot, which is very important, right? So if I've got this idea, but if I've got one of the leading, you know, the global leaders in this space that are saying, I will give you access to do case studies or pilots. That's incredible. And then in addition to that, access to potential first customer too with with our partners. In addition to that, we will do what we call investor swarms. So same kind of thing as the mentor swarms. We're pairing up these teams with people who can help them. That it's also on what kind of money are you raising? Who do you need help from? And these are the investors that will potentially invest in you. We're working with those teams on their product market fit, on their go-to-market strategy, and really keeping their focus on getting their business to scale. And then all of that will end with a pitch event where they will pitch again in front of industry partners and in, in front of investors. And then they're they're off to the races. Now, what I will say that the companies that we are recruiting into this program are, we're looking for post-revenue or a very clear and imminent path to revenue. So we're not on the ideation stage. So Elaine, if you had a great idea for something, but you had no idea how you're going to get that accomplished, there are programs that will help you with your ideation and line you up and help you write the business plan and figure out what your you know capital structure needs to be. We're post-revenue. We're looking for companies that already have, which makes sense, already have an MVP, right? And then that they've got a team in place. So again, not a you know solopreneur, but but teams that are really looking to scale. Yeah, that's so important. That's the very, very important distinction to make. And I uh I will say we should probably do an update episode, maybe like after 
after the program is has wrapped up. I know you said it's 12 weeks. Maybe we do just like an update episode, update everybody on what were the results of what were some of the really interesting companies. Can can we do that? Can we make that happen? 1000%. What makes you excited to work on CoLab in conjunction with electrification? Well, I think for me, I... I love those people, any entrepreneur really, because they're crazy people. They, you have to be a little bit to say, I mean, and if you think about, I mean, I know that Elon Musk is very controversial, but someone who says, I'm going to do something that no one else is willing to do. And I'm going to put all of my time and my energy and my money in it. And I, the likelihood of failure is pretty high, but I'm going to do it anyway. Those are, that's, those are my people. So I, I love interacting with entrepreneurs and with startups and those that are creative too, that are coming up with creative ideas. So when we hear obstacles that are in front of EV adoption, like range or batteries or weights, the batteries and freight, which is fascinating too, is even the the weight of the battery is tricky. How do you change that out? Are we doing battery swapping? But, but people are not those that are saying, I will solve this problem, right? No one's thought of this. That's what that's what excites me. And even thinking about, you know, what are the, what are the new problems we haven't thought of yet, and how do we solve them, and how do we work with it again, the bold and the brave, if you will, um, that are willing to be out there and solve them. That's that's really where, um, yeah, you know, fire turns on inside of me. That I love that. I love it too. I love it, sister from another mister. I love it, Tashia. How can folks get? a hold of you how can they learn more about collab obviously the this this current cohort is their applications are now closed um but if you know entrepreneurs post revenue are thinking about uh yes. joining up and they're in oh, one other question do they have to be in the chattanooga region yeah great question um we expect in person for the 12 weeks there are some flexibilities and maybe some weeks out um, and we may have people from out of the country coming. We really do want them to get to know Chattanooga and get to know the industry partners here. And I think once they find that their customers and their mentors are here, then they will choose to stay in, in the area. So we, you know, we're, a, we, we want to elevate the community. So Chattanooga is a part of it. There's not a, there's not a, requirement that you have to move here for two years or for the life of your business. But during, but during the program, yes. And I will say that even though if there are any startups listening, you've missed out on the first cohort, we will run a second program in 2024 in the summer and applications will be open for that um, early next year. So there's, there are plenty of other chances for you or participate in, in the reverse pitch. And the best way to find out about all of that is to go to uh, collab.com. I-S. S is in Sam. Got it. Perfect. I will also put that in the show notes so everybody can go and click on it, check it out. Um, Tashia, this has been amazing. Again, I'm 100% serious. We need to do an update episode once this first 12 weeks wraps up. I'm going to be really, really fascinated. And maybe we can have someone on the show that went through the program. That would be a great episode yep. as well of idea sharing. And it's been a pleasure, Tashia. I love meeting you. I've heard such wonderful things about you and everything that I heard was true. So thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. And you come see us in Chattanooga. Oh, oh, I will. Okay, good. Thank you, Elena. 
so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward.